hey, hey. Welcome to Million Dollar Equation Podcast. It's your girl, Rochelle Shaw. On today's episode, we're going to talk about that crazy stock market. What is going on and what you should be investing in right now? Um, your Million Dollar Equation lesson is about the most valuable asset you could ever have in your business. Of course, your assignment, what you need to do here in the next week. And then last, of course, my message to Devin. All right, I will see you in just a second. Here we go. Welcome to the Million Dollar Equation Podcast, a podcast about the easiest, fastest way to build a million dollar business based on the best-selling book, The Million Dollar Equation. If you love business, each episode reveals all of the core fundamental essentials for growth. Now, here's your host, Rochelle Shaw. Welcome. It is your girl, Rochelle Shaw, author of The Million Dollar Equation. And on this episode today, uh, what's going on in the world? The stock market is falling apart. So I often get questions on what should I be investing in, Rochelle, you know, for many years and I'm still the money honey. So I do all the financial segments for the local Fox 5 in Las Vegas. And so as the money honey, (laughs) the Las Vegas money honey, I would give tips on investing, on retiring, on what you should be looking at. But to be perfectly honest with you, I only have less than 1% of my assets involved in the stock market. Why is that? As a business owner, I feel as if I know what dysfunction goes on in my business and in people that I've partnered with, in jobs that I worked for. I know the people who don't work. I know the people that are getting coffee all day. I know the people that take 17 breaks. So what makes us think that these companies that are publicly traded have any different employees than the places where we worked or that work for us, right? What makes us think that they're any different? Guess what? They're not. So that's why I never, ever, ever recommending putting a ton of money in the stock market. I think that there are people that have predictable results and that pay dividends. And I want my money in that, right? But I don't want my money and I'm not trying to buy futures. I'm not trying to day trade. I'm not trying to do anything like that because I already know what kind of dysfunction is there. For example, um, even like when, when businesses make, make kind of silly decisions to me, like for example, Peloton, right? So during COVID Peloton stocks soared, went crazy. And for all, um, purposes, I own some Peloton stock, right? And, uh, so just, just so you know, um, went up, went up, went up, went on. Well, guess what? Things started to crash. And instead of like just sticking to what they do great on everybody riding the bike, you know, oh, you've had a thousand rides, you've had 200 rides. Instead of that, now they come out with a treadmill. Really? So if you remember in a previous episode, I talked about what sets you apart, what makes you different, what makes you different than everybody else. Well, now if you have a plethora 
of items that, ooh, this hair is starting me up, <laughs> that people can use, can buy from you, then what the hell? Then why wouldn't they just buy it from, you know, QVC? What makes it so that they buy it from you is you built a culture at Peloton that makes sense. Hello, why wouldn't they? Why would they? So I think I think that was a mistake. That's why I don't invest really big money in the stock market because they've got this whole collective thing. People who don't have their money on the line. You know, um, I had one job in my life and then I bought the company, right? The telephone company that I took from 300,000 to 36 million. We did over hundred million dollars in three months. At that company, I started off as a salesperson. I then moved to director of sales within six months. After that, I moved over to director of operations. Uh, after that, I moved to vice president of operations and then I became executive vice president only person underneath my boss, right? And it's easy to be fearless with other people's money. That's why when you hire a vendor, right? Like they go, oh, it's okay. But but as an owner, we go, oh no, hell no. No, it ain't, it ain't okay. Wait, I need this on time, I need this. Like they have no problems with making mistakes. So when you think about the stock market, think about people who who don't care that you are the owner, right? And want to make decisions based on things that they see, reaction decisions. That's what I think Peloton did with the treadmill. Oh, really? If 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 iFit is gonna get into the bike business, well, guess what? We'll get into the treadmill business. Dummies. You never want to fight like that in your business. You wanna stay in your zone and dominate who you are. So what do I invest in? The best investment that you can ever make in your life, huh? Is your own business because you know what you're going to do. You know that when you fix these things, right? Those six inches between your ears, you can transform the world. You can keep at it. You can never quit. You can change the world. Not I'm going to invest in the stock market and hope that dummy employees do the right thing. Oh, yikes. No, 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 no. All right, we'll be right back with the million dollar equation lesson for today. Thank you so much for listening to my passion project and the million dollar equation podcast. Love what you're hearing. If you like it, I love it. <laughs> so click the subscribe button to get each week your new favorite episode. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, we're back with the million dollar equation lesson today. And this probably is one of my favorite, right? And it's got to be. Um, when you look at your business. So I know earlier we talked about the stock market, right? And what makes like the best investment ever is you in your business. So here's what your best and most valuable asset that you can have in your business, right? Can you guess? Can you guess? 
Can you guess? All right. If you've been listening to me, you probably can guess what I believe your MVA is, your most valuable asset. And I believe it is your list, your list of customers, your list and the contact information, right? So um, when in the previous episodes where I had you write down your assets, <laughs> your list should be top of the line, right? Your email list, uh, your following on social media, your direct mail list, and then uh, I like to take my customer list even deeper. So I like to know what their birthdays are, what their favorite colors are, their anniversaries, how long have they been married? So that now I can create a community where I'm constantly contacting them with a list, right? With an email list, with a social media following. Now you have ways, free ways to contact existing customers. So in our uh, MDE lesson from, I think it was episode three, we talked about three GR, right? The three ways to grow. And there's no way to get way two and way three without having your existing list. So if you remember, way two is get your existing customers to come back more often. And way three is get your existing customers to expand the transaction size, right? So there's no way to do that without having a customer. So getting a customer, you want to get them, you want to hold on to them for life, and you want to be able to sell them something else. How do you do that? How do you reach them? You have to do it through email, through sending a birthday card and saying happy birthday. And I have a special discount for you, right? Um, my friend Becky, uh, my friend Becky owned a Benihana's type Japanese steakhouse, right? Uh, it wasn't Benihana's. It was a specific steakhouse inside of Pittsburgh. And she grew her email list to three, 30,000 by downloading the free appetizer on the site. So you could go to the site and say, Hey, do you want a free appetizer? All right, here you go. All right. But you got to put in your email address to get it. So she built her list very, very quickly by just offering something for free, right? Things that people want. By the way, people don't, what's a nice way to say it? Okay, there's not a nice way to say it. People don't want to get on your mailing list. So don't say, join my mailing list. They don't want to. People do not, people do not want a free newsletter. So don't say, get my free newsletter. No, no, they don't want that. You have to give them something that they want. They want access. They want um, for the restaurant. They want the free appetizer. They want the two for one coupon. They want uh, for the auto repair. They want the free windshield wipers, yes? Um, they want free things. So they don't want a free newsletter. Who wants more information that I need to consume? I like to control it. I don't want to fill my email address. That's what they're saying, right? But if you make it something that they really, really want, then they're excited about what you have, especially when you're talking to your ideal target market. Remember, we talked about that couple of episodes ago. So build your most valuable list so that now you can leverage that list 
to keep people coming back more often, right? And expanding the transaction. So you do that by uh, one of the things that that um, we did with one of the eye doctors, right? So, so for years, I only targeted uh, medical doctors and helped them build a cash pay practice. Um, that's all detailed in the book, Million Dollar Equation for Doctors, right? Uh, fun, fun book. But with this optometrist, we went in and I said, okay, so people are already coming in. Yes, yes. He had a 30,000 patient list, 30,000. So we took the top of them, the ones who spent the most money over the last year, and we sent them a deal on, um, it was 11, 11, 11. Okay. That's telling you, gosh, that was 11 years ago, telling you how old I am. Right. But on 11, 11, 11, we sent a postcard out to those people that were at the top. We had his biggest day in history. And it wasn't because we went to the existing list, but it was because we expanded the transaction, right? So we said, you get 11% off of one thing, or you get 22% off of two things, or 33% off of three things. His biggest sales day of history. Of course, now you can do that in email, you can do it on social media, you can do it in so many other ways that don't cost as much money. I remember I had to wrestle him to get the marketing budget so that we could mail it out. And then after it was all done, he was like, can we do it again? <laughs> can we do it again? Right. Um, so having a most valuable list, a list can change the game for you. If you are just starting out, then make sure that as people are coming in and you start to convert them into customers, that you're getting all of their contact points. Now you have texting, right? So you need a text list, you need their email, you need all the other things that makes them special, this customer to you, so that you have reasons to communicate with them also. Probably my absolute favorite thing to do is to dive into your emails, start really looking to see who made money, uh, who's spending money with your business, how much they spent so that we can get them to do it again because here if you don't know anything from me here is a writer downer yes a buyer is a buyer is a buyer so people who buy like to buy right you know think about people who shop like they shop all the time they go and get four different colors of the same thing new shoes new everything a buyer is a buyer is a buyer so that when you know them you can cultivate your MVA, your most valuable list, right? Your most valuable asset. You can put it into a little scuba and send it all out and get more money instantly. So uh, that lesson helped me double, triple so many practices and so many businesses over the last 20 years. Super fun. Write that one down. <laughs> all right. Hey, we'll be right back with your assignment for this week and my special special message to Devin about knowing your circle all right I'll be right back hey 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 MDE nation <laughs> have you grabbed the original the OG book the book that started it all the book the million dollar equation that was my original passion project where everybody kept asking me Michelle tell me how you rebuilt back your million dollar business how in the world did you come back from losing it all? How in the world did you do it? 
and I sat and I spent two weeks and I wrote the million dollar equation. So it sounds exactly how I talk. If you put my voice to it while you're reading it, you will feel the essence of me, but you will also learn some really great valuable lessons on how to build your own million dollar business. Yep, you can grab it right there on Amazon. We are back today and I'm here with your assignment. So what should you be doing this week in your business to move it closer to the million dollar level? So here is your million dollar equation assignment for this week. Not only should you do what I already taught you in the lesson today, but the second thing is you need to make another list. You're like, Rochelle, you're filled with lists. Yes, I love lists. So this list is your top 50 people that could, with one decision, change your business. So the top 50 people with one decision can change your business. So this is uh, where you take your, your, your implementation hat off, yes, and you put on your CEO hat. And you start really looking at who can I partner with? that has a list of people that I can have access to? Who can I partner with that can go on a stage and mention me and has a group and a following? Um, why do they get celebrities endorsement deals, right? We're, uh, when we're recording this, we're right in the middle of basketball season, yes? And there are so many uh, CarMax commercials that have Steph Curry in them. Why? Because CarMax said, who can we get, right? The number one best shooter of all time, the three-point leader of the world. How about we get him to come in and talk about CarMax and what he does? And they're funny commercials. The, the best is when they don't know him. <laughs> you know, and they're like, who is this dude? <laughs> But it is a way that that who can do that? Who can change it? But I don't want you to just stick with celebrities because sometimes the access is tough. So in your local community, there's somebody who can change the trajectory of your business immediately. So I wanted to, funny story, I wanted to talk to, um, to uh, business owners, right? To small business owners across the U.S. And on my list was president at the time, Barack Obama. And so had it on my list. I was like, whatever, it's on the list. You know, you know can you manifest this? <laughs> like, well, shortly after that, um, I became the president of the National, Association, uh, the National Association for Moms in Business. And uh, as the president, we had a seat on the Small Business Council led by the White House. What? What? Next thing I know, I am taking trips to Washington, D.C. to talk to senators. What? To talk to representatives. What? All people who could change immediately the trajectory of my business. Next thing I know, I'm at a rally campaign with you guessed it, Barack Obama. 
So no matter what your politics are, okay, I don't care, by the way, I really don't. Um, I just like to make money and it doesn't matter who's president, I'm going to make money either way. But it was one of those things that within a moment's notice of me writing it down, it was very plain. So if you are spiritual, if you believe in the Bible, if you believe in make the vision, make it plain, um, or if you don't, <laughs> you might want to try it because it definitely was a way that I could see it. I went to uh, local folks um, uh, shortly after that. I got a, a council member who contacted me and asked me to train every single person who got a new business license in Las Vegas. Me. Reached out to them, showed them what I do. They were like, oh my gosh, this is great, right? So having that list of those influential people will help you really strategize how to build your business super, super duper fast. So that assignment, that is your assignment. Go do it. Go kick some ass. All right. And next is uh, my message for Devin. Thank you so much for listening to my passion project and the million dollar equation podcast what you're hearing if you like it i love it <laughs> so click the subscribe button to get each week your new favorite episode all right i'm back with my message for Devin today you know this is the segment where where i tell my little um, number one, that I love her uh, because I never, ever, ever want her not to know how much I love her uh, and a special message for her. So last night I took my little to high school basketball game. Um, the school that she goes to, which happens to be my alma mater, <laughs> is uh, number three in the state of California in basketball. Uh, and so last night was a showdown with the number one school in California. So you know, gym is packed. They've got all kind of people in there. Um, and we are sitting behind the opposing schools, the number one schools bench. Uh, so games tight, tied after the first quarter, right? 13, 13. You can definitely tell that both schools are really good. But when you look at the number one school, all of their plant players are over six feet. Um, we at our school start four freshmen, four freshmen. So we don't have as much experience, yeah. Uh, but we're still number three in the state, right? The number one team started to pull away. And when they started to pull away, they started getting nasty. So I'm looking, watching the bench, and who got nasty were these assistant coaches, okay? So they had five, by the way. They had five assistant coaches. Um, we have one, right? So I happen to know that it's a public school. So these five assistant coaches ain't getting paid because they have two head coaches and five assistants. They're not getting paid, right? So these are just hanger-oners who were nasty, who when they, uh, one of the guys shot an air ball and like the whole bench, you know, fell out on the floor laughing and, just really horrible, cruel things. Now, don't get me wrong. These guys are these guys are good, right? They're 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 ranked number three. So 
there is nothing needed to embarrass them. But that's not the lesson, right? The lesson and the message that I want to tell my kid is be careful who you allow in your circle. So why these five assistant coaches are in this circle is because they want to latch their coattails onto a winner. My kid's a winner already. Um, she's a dope volleyball player, kills it, crushes it. Uh, and now with, with my business teaching, she's, she's gonna be a killer entrepreneur. But there's gonna be people who wanna hang with her, who aren't worthy, who are nasty people and are only there to ride the wave. And last night, I was it was so crystal clear that that's who these five assistant coaches are. You know, former players who aren't playing anymore, trying to relive their life through these youngsters, teaching them to be nasty and mean. You want to make sure that the circle around you is all rowing the boat in the right direction, that they're there whether you're up or down, that they're there when you need them, not just when you can provide something for them, that your circle is your most trusted ally. And when you see, because how they treat other people is how they are in real life, right? So how they do everything is how they do everything. So if they treat the waitress nasty, if they treat the other team members nasty, eventually they're gonna treat you nasty. So my message to you, my darling Devin, is as soon as you see that, cut those people off. Bad people are bad people. You only want great people in your circle. All right, y'all. I love you for free, for watching, for listening, for downloading the podcast. Of course, if you want all things Rochelle, you can go to RochelleShaw.com. Remember, it's with an I R I C H, like rich girl. Um, Dot com. Uh, of course, if you want to replay, if you need the assignment, if you need anything uh, else, just reach out. Of course, if you have any questions, it has been my pleasure to serve you. Go out and hey, let's make some money this week. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.